Welcome back to the Chad White Podcast. This is uh, episode 12. I can't believe I've made it this far. I'd like to thank um, our Lord and Savior, Zool. Um, all, all praise be to him. And uh, yeah, this is the uh, special, very bit, very special podcast of the Podcast Awards. Um, this is also commemorating my very first alone over 10 minute podcast. Um, usually I do alone time by myself because that's what it's called uh, for 10 minutes. But now I've got uh, this one here. It's uh, the long one, as you can see. Uh, I go over the best of the best of the comedy of, for the year of 2014. We got the top movies from um, Lego movie to the bottom movies like The Other Woman. Um, top TV shows like Brooklyn Nine-Nine to the lower tier like Mike and Molly. Um, so there's that. Um, and uh, yeah, there's no sponsors for this podcast because it's run by me and my alone self. Um, but anyway, okay. So now I'll leave you to the podcast awards. I've got nothing. Um, this is the end. It's been a great year for Seaplus Comedy. And hopefully it gets a thousand times better. Uh, I just reached, I've reached past the stars, straight for the moon, straight for Jupiter, just right up there. <laughs> That's what I do with life. Uh, so, yeah, follow Seaplus Comedy on Twitter at Seaplus Comedy. Follow me on Twitter at Chad Black White. Uh, follow my co-hosts who are not in this episode at all at Rick Rickety. Rick underscore Ricky, I think so it is, and I underscore Crowbot. Um, Rick and Chad, we miss you here. Um, but yeah, that's it. R- listen to the episode, support the podcast and the website. Okay, bye. Love you. Bam, biff, pow. It's the podcast that you know, the podcast that you love. Chad, Rick, other Chad, the heroes you need, but not the heroes you deserve. Funny men, known the world over. The Chad White Podcast begins now. And we are back with the Chad White Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Chad White. I don't know why I almost forgot my name. Uh, Welcome back to C Plus Comedy's Premier podcast, the thing that started it all, the Chad White podcast. Um, uh, today, I have a spe- very special episode for you. It's uh, end of the year. December 29th is the date I'm recording this. It'll probably go up December 30th because I don't uh, have anything else. But uh, it's a very special podcast for you. It's the year-end podcast awards. You might recall that I did this last year, or this might be the first one ever, but I did this last year with my co-host, one of my co-hosts, Chad Krober, and his brother, Ross Krober. Seeing as how as I'm in uh, Chattanooga by myself at the moment, I will do the podcast awards alone. I didn't want this to go unheard of, undone. So, I'm here, I've got a list of of things to talk about, and let's see if I can stretch this for at least uh, a while. So... Uh, yeah, thanks for joining me on this really weird podcast. I'm sure it'll be great. Um, I don't know. People people podcast alone. Uh, uh, Bill Bird does it. Some Monday morning podcast. I've listened to him talk for 40 minutes by himself about stuff. Uh, I'm sure Adam Carolla does it. Uh, yes, I'm likening myself to two of the biggest comedians and podcasters. Uh, let's see. Who else does it? 
Mark Marin. Mark Marin does it. Jason Nash. I interviewed that guy. Uh, speaking of the Devils, uh, Jason Nash is on Mark Marin's WTF podcast as the year-end podcaster. I guess there's nothing nothing really special about it. He's just he just happens to be the year-end guy. And uh, anyway, I don't know why I mentioned that. Hey, it's got an email. Uh, anyway, so um, yeah, here's the podcast awards. Uh, I've got we got everything from late night to TV shows to late night TV shows. Not the stuff on Penthouse, not Cinemax, none of that Skinemax stuff. Uh, this this is the oh, and we also got movies. Speaking of which, we will uh, start with movies. Okay, let's get this show on the road. Uh, there are a lot of comedy movies this year, and I want to note that I'm also keeping the cartoon uh, movies in this as well. I, I des- they deserve mention, and um, let's let's start naming these movies off, and so we can have a clear winner. Um, what's going to happen is I'm going to name every single comedy movie. I'm going to I'm going to probably pick five that I that really interest me, and then we're going to work from there. Okay. Uh, none, none of this is preordained or predetermined or anything. I'm going to pick off the cuff based on my own descriptions. Uh, first up is 22 Jump Street. 22 Jump Street was the sequel to 21 Jump Street, of course, starring Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill, written by Jonah Hill himself. And uh, it's a it's a good it's a good satire of what a sequel should be. Um, very much so in the vein of um, it's 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 like hey we 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 got a sequel now. It's unneeded. It's useless. And let's just make jokes about it the entire time. But uh, instead of doing you know one note jokes like that, they they also they also build upon that concept, utilizing uh, Ice Cube's anger a lot. Uh, he, he there was a so I'm not going to spoil anything for you. Uh, but then again, it's already out on Blu-ray, so if you haven't seen it, you should probably uh, jump in a hole. Anyway, uh, but yeah, the, there's uh, we get to see more in depth of the characters of Ice Cube, and uh, we get to see the guys on college campus. It's really interesting. Um, and now there's the inevitable sequel, 23 Jump Street, which is uh, gonna be with them in med school, I think. I think or grad school. I think it's med school. Um, that's what the end of the seats, uh, the credit sequence, the 22 Jump Street did. Um, next up is uh, Let's Be Cops, another cop-themed movie. It uh, stars Damon Wayans Jr. and Jake Johnson, both from New Girl. Uh, of course, of course, we all remember Damon Wayans Jr. from Happy Endings. R.I.P. That's always going to be brought up. I'm sorry. Uh, it's a, it was a, it was a uh, a lot of people didn't like this movie. I don't think it did very well with the critics. Um, I I have a soft spot for those two actors, and I I generally enjoy them. The movie did have a lot of flaws. Um, as did 22 Jump Street, but I will stand by this movie and say I liked it. It was it was okay. I watched it alone on Redbox. I think about two weeks ago, and uh, I had a good time with it. I I if if it came on FX, I'd probably watch it again. Uh, Ride Along, another cop theme movie starring Ice Cube and uh, Kevin Hart. This one actually has a sequel coming out, and <laughs> speaking of needless sequels, um, I it was a, it was it was great. Um, I remember seeing this with a couple of friends, uh, mo- mostly laughing because of Kevin Hart. I don't, I think that Ice Cube played it a little bit too rough, a little bit too angry. Uh, that is a that is a thing that can happen, but it's it wasn't it wasn't as I don't want to say good. I don't want to say it, it. It it was a little bit worse than Let's Be Cops. Um, 
Neighbors is up next, and uh, that was a Seth Rogen and uh, who's that? Zach Efron. That was a. It was a. It was a. It was an okay movie. Um, tired of pirate partying movies. If you if you love you know f- college and all that frat life and all that stuff, then this movie's for you. Uh, I think it'll do well in the teen crowd, but it's not going to be nominated. Um, uh, let's see. Going up to Dumb and Dumber Two. Speaking of needless sequels, this is the third time I said that. What? What is this? What? What, what am I doing here? Um, Dumb and Dumber Two sequel that uh, probably did not need to be made with uh, Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey. But uh, that being said, it was it. It did bring back the feelings, the nostalgia that Dumb and Dumber. Um, did produce when when it was made in the 90s um i think people that what i think the brothers wanted to the farley brothers i think who did it yeah farley um i don't want to be wrong i'm going to look it up as i speak but i think the the brothers that did it um want to bring back uh things that that will make you it is farley brothers yes haha i'm right uh, the feelings, the feelings that the comedy feelings that that were produced with the first film, it's a it, it's a it's a throwback. It's not entirely good, but it's worth it if you love love the first one. Uh, don't see the sequel. It was was this was the prequel. I mean, uh, the prequel what was the prequel. I don't know. Anyway, don't see it. It's not good. Um, the interview came out Christmas Day after a whole bunch of humbug stuff. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's it's a Seth Rogen and James Franco movie. It's all the fart jokes you need, and um, and it's I I don't understand all the controversy behind it. You know, uh, it's it's yeah, it's a shepherding for digital for digital movies and digital box offices, but it's not. It wasn't. It didn't deserve all the press it got. Uh, next on, Obvious Child. Obvious Child starring Jenny Slate. It's an abortion comedy. You never see these except in a Family Guy joke. But this is this is a different one. It was an independent film. It did very well. Uh, not w- with audiences. It did. It didn't do well with the critics. Um, Obvious Child is is a. I don't want to say coming of age, but it's already past the age. It's a. Uh, <laughs> It, it, I mean, I don't know if it made it to the age because it was aborted. Uh, that was a really terrible abortion joke. I don't apologize. I'm going to stand by it. Um, but it's uh, you can go rent, rent this right now, Video On Demand, in the DVD. It's it's a it's a good movie to see. Jenny Slate uh, d- does carry the movie very well. It's, it's a lot of uh, dry humor. It's not slapstick. It's something that'll make you, uh, I guess, feel. It's a, it's, it's a drama comedy, a dramedy. Wish I Was Here, this is, I'm not even going to lie, a movie I did not see, uh, but I know it stars uh, JD from Scrubs, I'm really blanking on his name right now, uh, I, I just put it on here because it's a comedy movie, he worked really hard, he crowdfunded it, uh, it's something I kind of disagree with, but that's neither here nor there, uh, go see it, it's not going to be nominated. Dear White People, starring the kid from Everybody Hates Chris, doing this off memory, uh, this is another movie I did not see. Dear White People is uh, did not do well with the critics beforehand, but I know festivals loved it. Um, Dear White People, God bless. What is this movie about? Uh, I gotta look up what the movie's about. This is curse me for not being prepared. Like really, this is I I've been wanting to do this for for about a week now, and curse me for not 
being prepared. It's a uh, uh, oh okay. It's about um. Uh, a campus war between blacks and whites at a predominantly white school um, where they write for where the staff of a humor magazine stages an offensive Halloween party. Tyler James Williams, that's his name. Uh, it does. It is a movie I want to see. Um, I, I remember the pre-buzz for it wasn't that good, but it's holding a 91% and on Rotten Tomatoes, which is, which is terrific. But the IMDb, which is uh, you people, is uh, about a 6, but... I'm still going to see it. I just want to give an honorable mention. The Skeleton Twins is up next, starring SNL or XSNL stars Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig. Uh, both very funny. Both very good people. And this is a, a, I don't want to say drama. And it's not even, it's kind of a sad comedy. It's not, it's a sad comedy that'll, that, that, that evokes, it's trying to evoke emotion. Uh, it might be trying too hard. But who knows? Um, Skeleton twins—they—they're uh, both twins, and I—I I don't even know how to describe it. The way it makes you feel—it's weird. Uh, it's more like Obvious Child. It's a little bit sadder than Obvious Child. Obviously, Child. Um, next up is Tammy. Uh, did not want to see this. Melissa McCarthy um, and another movie about being a slob i guess i don't know i i don't even know it's gonna come on tv at some point and you can watch it then i honorable mention that's one um uh laggies what the hell is that uh happy christmas is up next and uh laggies i really want to know what that is because i wrote that down for some reason um happy christmas is the anna kendrick starring vehicle and uh it was it was uh, not really, not really something that you would go see for. Oh, Laggies is not a damn comedy. Anyway, um, let's see. Happy Christmas is a uh, is a movie about. Um, it's from the same guy who did. What is it called? Drinking Buddies. Drinking Buddies. I hope you heard my snapping. Um, yeah, but it's about it's about a, a party girl who moves in with her brother's family to you know when she gets broken up and now the lives are all thrown out of place and everything and so uh it's a it's a good movie lena donham's in it anna kendrick and yeah that's about it uh i don't really have anything else to say about it it's on netflix watch it it's an honorable mention not really going to be nominated uh lego movie this one's 100 percent nominated it's one of my best movies of the year it's um it's such it's Chris Pratt, Morgan Freeman, Elizabeth Banks, it's Will Arnett as Batman, so many good people. It's so funny too, and uh the who crap, who did it? Oh my gosh. It's uh Chris Miller, Phil Lord. Phil Lord, Chris Miller. Um they're they're two guys that are insanely good at what they do. They did undergrads, I believe is what it's called. Uh, no, Clone High. They did Clone High, not Undergrads. I'm mixing two cartoons. Uh, they did Clone High. That was also canceled before its time. But it's it's a it's a good it's a good film. If you haven't seen it, there's a lot of stuff for adults. It's not just a kids movie. There's a Will Ferrell in it. There's a twist ending. I think I don't know. There's not a twist ending. I'm an idiot. Um, but it did. It made it made me appreciate Legos again. It made me want to pick up a bag of Legos, a box of like bag of Legos. Here's your, here's your Millennium Falcon in this trash bag. No, it made me uh want to want to get Legos again. I think I'm gonna buy um buy some Lego stuff. 
It, uh, it, I know they're expensive, but whatever. Next up is uh, another Needless sequel, Muppets Most Wanted. Same thing as 22 Jump Street. They made a bunch of jokes where they're like, oh, this, this sequel is going to be crappier than the first. Um, to some extent, it was. To some extent, it was better. It didn't have Jason Segel in it or Amy Adams, but it was just as good with the humans that it focused on, with Tina Fey and uh, Ty Burrell and Ricky Gervais as a guy named Bad Gee. It's pronounced Bad Gee, not Bad Guy, because it's European or French or whatever. It's it's a really it's a smart movie, and uh, I th- one of the guys from the Flight of the Concords still stayed on it. Was it Brett? 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 Was it Brett? That's my that's my Jermaine impression. No, no, that's uh that's crap. That's Reese Darby. Brett, say present. <laughs> That was funny. You better be laughing, you jerk off. Uh, next up is Big Hero 6. I just saw this movie on Christmas Eve alone. It was good. I really enjoyed it. I was the oldest person in there. It was really, like, voluntarily, I was the oldest person in there. Uh, it, was, it was really good. Uh, I read the comic, and it was different from, really different from the comic. I think they mixed, like, three iterations of Big Hero 6, or they just they just made up their own. Um but it was good. It was like Meet the Robinsons. Um, it, it felt different. It was just about a kid trying to find a family <laughs> with these crazy other kids. And they made they had superpowers. And um, it it did a lot of things right, like the story and everything. A lot of, a lot of, good, a lot of good elements in the story. A lot of good plot. Um, and then a lot of things that you wouldn't think about. Um, they didn't really focus on, you know... His parent, his parents are dead, and they didn't really focus on that like ninety other superhero movies would. But Big Hero Six really deserves a spot up here. And uh, next up is Horrible Bosses Two. Um, boys are back, and they're gonna do some ransoming. And then Chris Pine decides to join in on the ransoming, and a whole bunch of shenanigans go down. Uh, I'm not even gonna lie, did not see this movie. I have the first one on Blu-ray. I love that movie. I do want to see this, but I missed my chance and opportunity. It's not in theaters anymore. Trust me, I looked it up. Next up is Top 5, the Chris Rock film. He starred it, directed it, started, directed it, um, produced it. It's Chris Rock, and it's got so many comedians in it. It's about him, uh, not him, not about him, but it's about his character wanting to be taken in a, in a in a different direction career-wise, but as uh, but he's now been pressured by his friends, his work, his girlfriend, who's played by Rosario Dawson, who's a reality star. It's a whole thing. It's a really, really, it's a good movie that should not be overlooked. It was being um, bought for. I reported on this on C Plus News Time. We're being bought for by fought over by Paramount and like two or three other companies that were just like, man, we gotta have this movie because they saw the buzz that was going down. And uh, next up is Haunted House 2. We're gonna skip over that. Next after that is a Grand Budapest Hotel. That is, it's just sitting on my list, Haunted, horrible, I mean, uh, Haunted House 2, bunch of crap. Uh, anyway, Grand Budapest Hotel is a Wes Anderson film. If you like Wes Anderson, it's that indie feel with the weird subversive characters and the uh, stop motion houses or the I'm sorry, the uh, the puppet houses, um, 
the fake snow and everything and it's told in a i think a backwards narrative i don't know backwards narrative i'm a writer and i don't know these things it's told in a um a a, a, a past narrative uh, from the future all this stuff i'm not using the right word but it's forgive me it's 10 30 at night and i'm tired uh, but a Grand, Budapest, Grand Budapest Hotel is deserves to be up here. It's one of I, I I think I'm a stickler for I love I love Wes Anderson. He's good at what he does. He's a good writer. He's a great director, and it's just insane. He's like Woody Allen if Woody Allen didn't get stale um, during some of his movies. Uh, but uh, speaking of Woody Allen, his movie is about seven movies down. So we'll hold on to that thought. This is where I leave you is a Jason Bateman starring film with Jane Fonda uh, and like three or four other people. It's, I can't remember the names right now. It's good. I liked it. Uh, I wrote a review on it. It's another movie about love, another movie about a guy trying to find his way and blah, blah, blah. Dax Shepard's in it. You get to see his butt. Um, it's a, it's, I, I liked it. It was a, it's a good, it's not good. It, what well, is good? It is good. It's a, it's a good homey, home feeling movie. Um, it tried too much because I feel that the the author who wrote the book also wrote the screenplay. Uh, he adapted the screenplay, and now it's just like I feel like he's trying to get too much um, in there and just really glossing over things. Um, really trying to he's really trying to work through his own mind where we can't read anything. Uh, it's it, but it was it was interesting enough to keep me hooked. And Tina Fey's in it. Um, just remember that Tina Fey is the sister. She did a great job. Kind of muted, but she did a great job. Um, Birdman. This one is if you haven't heard of it, it's Michael Keaton. It's um, some guy, some French guy, I guess. Uh, Michael Keaton, Edward Norton, and it's a uh, oh Zach Galifianakis. This movie is insane. It's amazing. It's all edited to look like it's shot in one take. Uh, it's it's got Emma Stone in it. It's it's got it's the the writing's impeccable. Um, it's about a it's about a guy who was a superhero actor in the '90s, but now he's trying to be a a, a great playwright and a director and all this stuff and he thinks he has superpowers uh he might actually have superpowers but don't go in it thinking it's a superhero movie while it actually i guess you could count it under that that the veil of superhero movie it's not something that can be put up there with um the original 1989 batman oh he was in that um or batman uh begins or the avengers or superman returns any of that stuff it can't be put up with any of that it's um but it's it is certainly better than a lot of those movies uh but not batman forever because that movie's terrific it's uh so yeah go on uh to the next one is sex tape jason siegel left the muppets for this and uh, no, he didn't leave up just for this movie. Um, it's Jason Siegel and Cameron Diaz. I forgot she was in this. Oh my gosh, this is so weird that I just remembered that. Um, she's in three movies this year. That's they were all not good. Anyway, sex tape is about people uploading their sex tape to the iCloud and then trying to not get seen. You know, it's 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 not good. It's like Tammy. It's not. It's not. It's not good. I would not watch it. Um, ever, if you want to see Jason Siegel's penis, I would watch uh, what's that movie? Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I would definitely watch that. Um, next up is the other woman. Hey, look, Cameron Diaz is back. Um, 
with Kate Upton and Judd Apatow's wife, whose name I'm forgetting right now, Leslie Bibb. And it is it Leslie Bibb? Is she the one starring this movie? But it's it's a movie that that has stilted acting, terrible, terrible writing. Uh, I don't know how this got married. Uh, my guys got married. How this got made? And uh, Leslie Mann, whatever, not Bibb. And uh, it's it's it was made to make little little teenage boys go see the movie because uh, they were in hopes of seeing boobs. Uh, next up is How to Train Your Dragon Two. This movie is uh, another DreamWorks film, and it's going to be probably the second out of seven other How to Train Your Dragons movies uh, and the TV show. It's good. It's, it's better than the first. Way better than the first. Uh, they gave away a lot of the story in the trailers, and I really wish they hadn't shown that the mother was back. Um, they didn't show a lot of the battles, though, which is good. It, had a, it was very fast, very efficient, and they really... I thought they were going to write themselves in a hole in the first movie when they said that... Um, what's his name? Hiccup lost his leg? And I was just like, wow, that's how are you going to do that? In the second movie, they really played with it. They really liked it. Um, the, the one thing about the, uh, his dra- the dragons, though, is that they're treated like pets. And now they're getting uh, anthropomorphic uh, features, like running around like dogs or sitting like dogs. It's a, it's a whole thing. Um, I kind of agree with what I'm saying is I kind of agree with the main villain. Um, he he's like, man, these guys are like pets. But you know, it's uh, that's what are you gonna do? Next up is uh, Tusk. Yeah, Tusk by Kevin Smith. If you're a Kevin Smith fan, you'll I guess you'll get it. If you're not really kind of like me, um, you know, then you won't get it at all. I don't know. It's all came from a joke on a podcast with Scott Mosier, uh, and now it's a real thing. And now it's gonna be a trilogy. Uh, so look out for that. A Million Ways to Die in the West is the next movie with Seth MacFarlane. Uh, I remember he was casting this last summer, and I uh, heard about the cast list, and I was like, all right, it's going to be uh, just a live-action episode of Family Guy, essentially. Um, and uh, kind of was. The jokes were everything you'd expect. And, of course, um, Neil Patrick Harris did a great job. Liam Neeson was the same brooding self. And, again, the cameos were given away in the trailer, and I really wish editors would not do this. I'm not going to blame him. I'm going to blame the people who were promoting the movie. Um, it's it's it sucks when your movie is given when, when a lot of it is given away when Doc Brown is going to be in your movie. Um, so yeah. So now Woody Allen. Remember, like four minutes ago, I was like, speaking of Woody Allen, um, the magic in the moonlight. Uh, this is a, what's it called, Emma Stone movie with Colin Firth. It's uh, a, just classic Woody Allen flick. Um, if you like him, you like him. If you don't, you don't. Um, this one is a period piece uh, and don't really expect much out of it. If you've seen one Woody Allen, if you've seen the last one, you've seen them all. Um, <laughs> Blue Jasmine was good. I really like that one. It's not on this list, though. Uh, Blended. Adam Sandler. Moving on. Night at the Museum 3. Uh, Battle of the Smithsonian. Is that what it is? Is that the second one? Or is that the third one? I've seen them all. Night at the Museum 3. Um, this is the last one. Secret of the Tomb. With uh, Robin Williams. There's a uh, very poignant piece at the end with Robin. That'll, uh, that kind of sums up everything you felt about him. 
Um, it's kind of it's sad. It's sad uh, saying that this is this and another movie on the list are his last two films, and they're not entirely good. Um, but Robin Williams is in them, so if you want, if you really want to see his two last movies, go. But just know that this this does not sum up his entire career. There's there's other movies. There's Aladdin. There's uh, was it Dead Poets Society? No, shit. Is that is that a Goodwill Hunting? Um, and it's just. He's a he's a he's gonna, he's gonna be missed. He's gonna be missed, and I was right. Dead Poet Society, and um, just know that uh, this this is uh, it's not a good movie entirely, but it's more Ben Stiller, more thousand cameos, more Owen Wilson, uh, everything you need to know. It's just it's another kids movie. It's mindless. It's dumb, and it's it's not really trying to be anything better. Now we have Cameron Diaz in Annie, boy. This is a movie. I would admit that I would only want to see this. I have not seen it yet, uh, but it's, it's not doing well. It's Kuvanza uh, it's Wallace, Jamie Foxx, and um, what's his name? What's her name? Cameron Diaz. So there's those people. Um, it's, it's not doing well, and I don't expect it. I didn't expect it to do well. I wanted to see it because it's, a, it's Jamie Foxx, Kuvanza Wallace, and to some extent Cameron Diaz. Um, and it's a musical. And who doesn't like musicals? I love Les Mis and Rent. Rent's great. Rent's a movie that I could... I, I listen to that soundtrack monthly just so I can keep it fresh in my head. Same thing with Les Mis. I saw Into the Woods last week. Oh, man. Into the Woods has got a great soundtrack. Terrible, terrible setup for story and everything, but great soundtrack. Um, a Trip to Italy. Uh, a Trip to Italy is... Uh, shit, what is this movie about? I don't even know. I haven't... I just honestly, I just I took like I took down like five notes. Oh, this is the uh, Steve Coogan film. Yeah, Trip to Italy. Um, I haven't seen it. Not even gonna lie. Go see it if you want to. Steve Coogan, he's a funny guy, and uh, he's uh, was it Alan Partridge? Is that his name? Yeah, go see the movie. And uh, Saint Vincent, starring Melissa McCarthy. Now she's redeemed herself with along with Bill Murray. Um, Bill Murray is in here as an old man who takes care of Melissa McCarthy's son during the day and. Bill Murray sings a song, so there's that. It's uh, it's good. It's it will it, it'll hit you one way or the other. It's like a Woody Allen movie. It'll you'll either you like it or you don't. It's like a Kevin Smith movie. You like it or you you're you don't. <laughs> I was gonna say something funny, but I couldn't. Um, the one I love. Uh, this movie is a uh, starring the guy from the league whose name I'm blanking on, uh, but it's. It's an independent film, Mark Duplass, that he that he kind of put together with Peggy Elizabeth Moss, um, starring both of them. Mary Stein Steinberg is in it, and Ted Danson, and uh, it's it's a hit or miss hit or miss fantasy film. Um, I guess you could consider it a comedy, but I did laugh a few times. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but it's it's a you know it's hit or miss, much like Saint Vincent, much like. Magic in the Moonlight, just something you don't know. Think Like a Man 2 is our next movie. Think Like a Man 2. Oh, sequels abound. Um, I didn't want to see this. I don't care about seeing it. I do love Kevin Hart, though. I do love actually all those actors. I just don't care about this. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy is next. Don't know if this is a comedy, but sure did laugh a lot. And a lot of other comedy websites have, or a lot of websites have this in a comedy section. So I guess we're doing it. Yeah, it's a comedy. 
Um, it's not going to be nominated. Chef. <laughs> Chef is next. <laughs> it's just, I love how straightforward I am with this. It's been going almost 30 minutes. And, uh, okay, cool. Chef is uh, next, starring, directed, and I think written by John Favreau about a, a father who's trying to get close to his son with cooking and all this stuff. He runs a food truck. It's uh, I like it. It's good. I actually bought this movie before I even watched it. Like I bought it on Google Play because I love John Favreau so much. I just I love. He's one of my favorite directors like of all time. And I was just like, I'm gonna spend money. I'm not even talking about the movie. Whatever. Who cares? I was like, I'm gonna spend fifteen dollars on the HD version of this movie before I even know if it's good or not. And that's what I did, and I do not regret it. And now it's coming on Netflix this month or next month. I'm sorry, because it's it'll be June, July, J- January. There's a lot of J months out there. You ever notice how many? That should be a, that should be a stand-up act. You ever notice how many? This is me doing Chris Rock. You ever notice how many J months we got? Y'all think <laughs> that, <laughs> that was stupid? Um, other the other Robin Williams film is up next called Merry Friggin' Christmas. It's starring uh, what's his name? Joel McHale from Community, and I did that with, I'm doing most of this without looking at a computer. This is great. Um, or a tablet, or a phone. Uh, it's, uh, it's not good. Uh, watch it if you miss Robin Williams. Other than that, it's not good. And now, finally, The 100-Foot Journey, uh, set in India. Did not get a chance to see this. Um, it's about that British lady uh, fighting across the street with the hotel guy and... I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyway, now the nominees for the uh, comedy movies of 2014 are 22 Jump Street. Give it up for 22 Jump Street. The Lego Movie. Give it up for the Lego Movie. Top 5. Give it up for Top 5. Birdman. Give it up for Birdman. And last but not least, Chef. Chef, sorry. Give it up for Chef. And... Uh, I want to go ahead. Uh, there's no, I guess, do I do a post effect in this point? Um, no, I won't do a post effect. This, everybody, here it is. The winner, chosen in my mind just now, is The Lego Movie. The Lego Movie has won for comedy movies, Chad White Podcast Awards, comedy movies. Good job, Lego Movie. Uh, it, you've won my heart since February or March whenever you came out. I bought the Blu-ray the day it came out, and I've seen it at least three times. I love this movie so much. I just I bought everything is awesome. Uh, you've you requited my love with uh, Legos. <laughs> okay, all right, guys. Uh, let's let's move this right along. Let's go on to comedy specials. Um, these are a mix of people I did see and did not see. Uh, people I will review in the future. And, um, you know, just people that I put on the list because I like them. Chelsea Peretti had one uh, called One of the Greats on Netflix. Mike Kaplan had one. Uh, Jim Gaffigan had one called Obsessed. Nick Offerman had one called American Ham. Gerard Carmichael had one called Love of the Store. I'm doing this all from memory, guys. I just want you to know that. I wish I could take a picture. I have three cameras, and I'm not taking a picture of this. Uh, Wyatt Snack had one called Brooklyn. It's on Netflix. Patton Oswalt had one called Tragedy Plus Time Equals Comedy, something like that. Um, it's a very good one. Todd Berry had one. Roy Scoville had one. Uh, I, think La- I think it's called Live at the Laugh Factory, something like that. Uh, Doug Benson had, had a special. David Spade. Ian Edwards had a CD. The Sklar Brothers. 
and Todd Berry. All of them very, very, uh, I assume, funny. I didn't watch Mike Kaplan. I've yet to watch Chelsea or Nick. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of, oh, crap. I just knocked the microphone, and I hope the cable didn't come out. All right, anyway. All right, so. I just, uh, yeah, but I know, but I know these people, not personally, but I know that they're, they're very funny and, uh, very edgy in their own rights. Um, I'm going to choose three, no, five. I'm going to be, I'm going to be, um, good with this. So we're going to get Jim Gaffigan, Wyatt Cenac, Gerard Carmichael, Patton Oswalt, and, uh, let's throw, let's throw Todd Berry in there. Um, I've already chosen the winner, <laughs> like like at least yesterday I chose the winner for this one, and the winner between those five stand-up specials is, drum roll please, everybody drum roll, it is gonna be Jim Gaffigan obsessed. There we go. Um, this is uh, kind of biased. I did. I am reading his book right now, and now I've kind of got his comedy stuck in my head. Uh, I chose. Jim Gaffigan, because time and time again, he's broken past the hot pockets barrier. Um, he's not just a one note comic. He's not saying that everybody else here is a one note comic, but he's 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 uh, stuck with his character for so long that it's it's really it's really growing on me. Uh, Patton Oswalt was a very, very close second. I. For some reason, uh, at the beginning, of the, when whenever Patton Oswalt's thing special came out at the beginning of the year, I listened to it, and then over the summer, I forgot I listened to it, so I listened to it again, and then in I think November, I think it was November or October, I forgot I listened to it again, and I was like, I guess I, I haven't listened to this. I'll listen to it again, and I watched it, and so I've seen I've seen Patton Oswalt way more than I've seen Jim Gaffigan, but. Um, they they both deserve it. I want to. Get, I have to give it to Jim Gaffigan because I had to choose a winner. I'm sorry, Patton. Uh, maybe next year. But Patton Patton did something this year. I'm gonna take time out from the awards. Uh, that he he took he took I think a hiatus a sabbatical from Twitter for months. And I remember it was I think it was like May April or May. He was like I'm I'm going off. I'm going silent. Going dark on Twitter. Um, until September something 17 something like that and he did it they wrote an op-ed for time and that was just as good and now he, he, he talked about how Twitter affected him how this social media how this this crap hole this the shit storm is uh, it's building on him and building on all of us and how it affects him um, and how he's just gonna have to come back to it and it was just it was great he's one one of the best one of the best and I just listened to him on you made it weird with Pete Holmes see as much as I'm obsessed not obsessed as much as i'm um let's see given given to 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 pat as much as Patton oswald is given to me i don't want to say i was i give myself away to you Patton. <laughs> as much as he's given to me i don't know why i thought it was funny uh Patton oswald uh really stays in my mind he's definitely one of my top 10 favorite comics maybe even top five uh does not beat mike Birbiglia, who's number two and and then there's Dave Chappelle is number one. Sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring in whole tangent. Um, while we're at it, let's do. Uh, now nah, you know it. No, I'm gonna say that one for later. All right, now we're doing late night. Um, this one's this one's a weird category for me. Uh, I don't think like I I should have mentioned this before. Comedy is really subjective. There's a lot of people who do not like the people I like. There's a lot of people who like the people I don't like. 
Um, you might be an Adam Sandler fan. I, for one, am not entirely. If I don't even, I don't, I don't even say. I'm not even gonna say his '90s movies are good. I, I'd say I, I just don't like him that much, um, or at all, if at all. Period. But the important thing is that you know what's funny. You think what's you whatever you think is funny. You stick with it instead of wavering on it. Uh, just because I said the interview is, you know. Uh, it's crap. It's basically the BuzzFeed of movies. I just, I well, that was a good one. I just think that you should, you should probably just stick with your own opinion. Um, but if, 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 if I make a suggestion, then take it out. Then don't, don't just be like, no, I'm not gonna watch. I'm not gonna watch Wyatt Snack Brooklyn. He doesn't look funny. I didn't like him on a Daily Show. Blah blah blah. Just, just watch it. You'll like him. He's a very funny guy. Or Gerard Carmichael or Chelsea Peretti. You know, everybody, everybody's funny. Even. Even uh, the not funny people. I know. I I know. I've laughed at Jeff Dunham when I first started getting into comedy. I know. I laughed at Jeff Foxworthy and Ron White and Larry the Cable Guy and Bill Ingvall when I was starting to get into comedy. But then when I worked past that, uh, I got into the good stuff. Same thing with music. Pitbull's great when I'm 12. Now, <laughs> why? Now that uh, now now that I'm smarter, I like. Uh, the Civil Wars. Uh, T.I. is a terrific rapper, but Chance the Rapper is better. You know, things like that. Um, I don't even, don't quote me on that. That's off the record between you and me. Um, me, who's listening to this in the future. Uh, Late Night is the next category. Jimmy Fallon had two shows. Started his tenure on The Tonight Show. He's doing a great job. He's, he's, I recently, I don't know why, but the past few weeks, I've just been watching his episodes of his show. And he's just, he's a showman. He's really good at what he does. Um, I know he's probably doing stuff. I forgot. I can't, I knocked somebody off this list. Is Kimmel. Um, I know he's doing this stuff for the internet. But he's got a great show. He's got Steve Higgins as his producer, who was on SNL uh, in the, I guess, in the same time frame he was, um, or before him. He's got himself. He's got the Roots as a band. I mean, come on, that's one of the best. The Roots is one of the best bands that ever existed, hands down. That's insane. Like how you can get the one of the biggest bands to be on your team. But anyway, uh, I digress. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Duh. And then Seth Meyers, who started his, he's doing a great job. It's really, it's a slow burn, but it's really working for him. Uh, Conan, Conan is just, he's doing such a great job over on TBS, and now he's got a three-year extension, and uh, he's they they're really they're really giving him the reins to that show. And I'm glad he, he and Andy are just working so well together. And now Dion Cole is a writer, and he's branching out. Um, same thing with Michelle Wolf for Seth Meyers going back. For her show, uh, for uh, Seth Meyers' show, she uh, Seth Meyers' show features a lot of uh, the writers playing characters, and it's great. It's funny. Um, John Oliver, um, last week tonight, I really, really, really came into the show thinking John Oliver is going to do a fantastic job, and he just blew it up. HBO um, is again, it's HBO is doing what TBS is doing with Conan. Um, HBO is really letting John take this show into his own hands and mold it into something different. He reports, this is, I guess, is where the C Plus News Time came from. He reports on news that's not reported on by The Daily Show or anything else or the regular news. It's, it's one story that's focused for 10 to 17 to 20 minutes, and then the other 10 minutes are just um, jokes and interviews, and it's, it's fantastic. Uh, Stephen Colbert ended his tenure on The Colbert Report. 
we're all going to miss him, but he's going over to Letterman's show, which is uh, the late show. Late, late show? Late show with Letterman. And then Craig Ferguson's leaving the late, late show. We're going to miss um, those three gentlemen on the respective shows. And then Daily Show with John Stewart, of course, always doing a fantastic job. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and grab five. It's going to be uh, Conan, Jimmy, John Oliver. <laughs> uh, John, let's do, yeah, John Oliver. Uh, Craig Ferguson and Stephen Colbert. Drum roll, please. Um, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. And uh, the winner just knocked my laptop. The winner is uh, going to go ahead and be John Oliver. Sorry, Conan. You came in a very, very tight second. I was going to pick you. But John Oliver uh, really did a great job with HBO's show. And they put out web content just as much as every other show does. And uh, I can't wait to see what he does with a, f a next season. I guess they're doing the full season. Um, <clears throat> next up, we have uh, is the second to last category. I believe it is the second to last category. Yep, it is. It's uh, books, comedy books that came out this year. Uh, these are all books I've read, own, or uh, plan to read at some point. Um, or just one of them is something I do not care about. It's uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. It's Bob Saget's book, uh, Dirty Daddy, I believe what it's called. Not interested, but there's that. Um, Amy Poehler, yes, please. Amy Poehler, of course. Parks and Rec, SNL. Um, her book is written in her voice. I've read a few pages, and I like it. Uh, Lena Dunham, not that kind of girl. A lot of people didn't like this book, uh, mostly because Lena Dunham is a, a lot like these other comedy people. Woody Allen, you like her, you don't. It doesn't matter. She's still doing it. Um, not that kind of girl. Uh, go buy it. Go see if you like it yourself. You don't, return it. Doesn't matter. Um, Meg Megan Amram. She's funny. I followed her on Twitter a few years ago. Um, she has Science for Girls. I think that's what it's called. Um, and I got to double check. Uh, Meg Amram. But uh, she's she's a, she's a, a female who I didn't know was a writer until I stalked her Twitter like crazy. Uh, she's she's funny. I like her. She's um, like Jenny Johnson, tells dirty jokes, all that stuff. But uh, her book, Science for Her, is um, definitely definitely one of the one of the best books of the the season so far of the two thousand year the two thousand fourteen year. Um, it's it's a it's it's like a textbook because uh, women women just don't get science. You know, that's how she's that's how I didn't say that myself. That's how she's putting it out um what if by the guy who does uh xk xck xckd that's what it's called i read that comic like three times a week and i don't even know the name of it uh there's so many letters it's 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 good it's a uh i have i've bought on google play last week i've read two pages i enjoy it so far um it's still got the same smart sciencey humor same math humor um thumbing through the pages and everything that i can tell uh, it's uh, it's a comic that's brought to life with um, amazing science. It's like Futurama in book form. Um, next up, Bob Saget. Okay, I told about that. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris, Choose Your Own Autobiography book. That book is uh, interesting to say the least. It really captures the spirit of those uh, those goosebump stories <laughs> where you where you die on several occasions. Um, yeah, just if you like NPH, read it. If you don't, it's it's in his voice. Um, I don't know if he actually wrote himself, but it's good. Um, 
well, not good. I should see. I'm throwing away. The, I'm throwing around the word "good," and I've always fought against the word "good" um, to describe something. And I'm really trying not to to use that word anymore. It's because a lot of people use it and like, oh yeah, I I thought Pitbull's concert was good. It was really good. Um, I, I thought I thought Twilight was good. The I loved Harry Potter. It was good. You know, just. <laughs> Just is just good's not a, an adjective that we should be using. Um, I keep knocking my damn microphone. I was sitting in a chair, uh, but it, it's Neil Patrick Harris's book. It's interesting. I'm gonna stop using that word too. Live from New York chronicles um, SNL, and uh, that's all I have to say about that. I just wrote that one down. Grace Helbig has a book. I just wanted to mention she has a book. Bob Odenkirk has a book. Uh, it's very funny. Now I was working on the Birthday Boys. I, I don't know this book at all, but I just wanted to mention him because he's one of the greats. Love Mr. Show. Um, and BJ Novak also has a book sitting in my Amazon queue, my wish list. <laughs> I really need to read more. I bought Nick Offerman's book, and I bought this one called, and I bought Amy Poehler's book, and What If. I'm going to buy Megan Rand's book, um, but I know, I know that book enough because I've read a lot of stuff um but i also have this other book called the martian it's gonna be a movie and it's about a guy who's stuck on mars it's great he has to survive <laughs> i'm not really i'm not doing this book justice all right let's uh let's wrap this up let's go to comedy shows okay Ooh, forgive me this this one's a this is the one this is the doozy i say this for last for a reason um First up is Broad City. These girls, uh, it's it's Abby and Alana, Alana Glazer, Abby Jacobson, Jacobs, something like that. Uh, very funny. I'm not into weed humor a lot. I really am. I'm kind of against it because I think it's like such a fucking crutch. But these, this show is so fucking funny. It's so. It's. I don't want. I don't want to use the word hilarious, but it's fucking hilarious. And uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of back and forth between the girls. It's smart. It's very dark, and it's got Hannibal Burris in it. So what could go wrong? I'll be reviewing season two, so keep on the lookout for that. I've already got some episodes from Comedy Central. Thanks, Comedy Central. I love you guys. Garfunkel and Oates debuted on IFC. It's a mix of um, original sitcom with some of the girls' um, songs that were already on the internet. Uh, I've seen a couple episodes. I really enjoy it. Um, and uh, if you like Garfunkel notes and you like the show, kind of it's slower. It's more of like let's do it. It doesn't really pass. It passes the black still test where if two girls are on screen, they don't talk about guys a lot. But they they do talk about guys a lot. Um, but it's a sitcom. So what are you going to do? Um, so, well, before I keep going, I've the every show on here. I've watched at least one episode. Um, there are shows, there's like five shows that are on CBS that I did not care to watch. Um, so you'll know when I get to talking to them. Uh, Playing House, love this show so much. I just love this show and it is so good at what it does. Um, Playing House was, uh, is definitely, uh, I don't, ugh. Oh, I don't know what to say about it. It's uh, it was on the fence at USA, 
Um, and but gosh, Lennon Parham and Jessica St. Clair deserve so much. And it this this show is their baby. And there's just so much heart behind it. It's so good. It's so funny. I love it. Uh, Doll and M on HBO, starring uh, that British lady from the newsroom, <laughs> and uh, the other lady. Um, let's see. I did not see this show. Sitting in my queue on my HBO Go. I'm sorry. It's a, but it did it did deserve to be mentioned because it was supposed to be a limited run. And I guess it got picked up. I don't know. Uh, Inside Amy Schumer, she's the reason you can say pussy on cable now. So there's that. Um, again, if you don't like the dark, you know, I guess she's pushing boundaries. I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. But uh, Amy Schumer, uh, good job for you. Kim Peel, Kim Peel. I uh, started reviewing their series this year and i i think they're they're really they're good they're really good at what they do um they're good since mad tv and uh they 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 know what to do even if even if the writing's not always there um there's something always there to catch your eye directing is fantastic the sets are amazing um and that's just for season four season three did a fantastic job um with doing with doing these what jimmy fallon does is built for internet sketches but they book in them with what these stand-up sets but now in, in season four they're on they're on the way to somewhere um so we don't know yet we will find out though girls Girls is up next. HBO's Girls. Um, Lena Dunham. Again, if you like her, great for you. You'll love this show. If you don't, then you'll hate it. You'll hate, hate, hate this show. There's a lot of nudity. There's a lot of sex. A lot of drugs. A lot of drinking. A lot of, a lot of talking. And uh, sometimes it's not funny. Sometimes it's just really dark or dry or depressing. But this show is enough to keep me coming back. And even though I'm a black male and there's a lot of white women on it, you know, a lot of white guys. There's only one or two black people at one point, <laughs> including Donald Glover himself. Um, it's still, it's still, it's still worth mentioning. It's still a good show. Um, Getting on another HBO show. That's three so far. Wow, good job HBO. Um, I did not realize this. Getting on is um, the show with Alex Borstein and Nisi Nash as two nurses in a decrepit hospital. It's uh, if you haven't seen it yet, it's good. It's really dry, really slow. Um, it's shot like oh, it's shot like Thirty Rock mixed with Parks and Rec, uh, but there's no talking heads, and it's kind of it's kind of nasty. Um, there's a lot of there's a there's an episode about somebody poop an old person pooping in a chair. Uh, it's I liked it. It's it's I still like it. It's a good show. The comeback came back uh, for one season engagement on HBO. Jesus HBO. Uh, came back for one season engagement on HBO. Um, Lisa Kudrow did a great job bringing the show. This show was already ahead of its time, and now it's back. Uh, well, for that point, um, will Valerie make it? Who knows? We know it already ended. Uh, watch the comeback, only on HBO and Amazon Prime. Um, Veep, Veep is so good. Julie Louis Dreyfus. Um, she's she's knocking out of the park. Everybody on that cast is so good. Uh, Gary crap, what's his name? Gary Cole. Oh my gosh, that voice! I can't do that voice. I tried. You heard me. I tried. <laughs> um, very good show. Um, Marry Me, NBC. 
It's uh, the same guy who did Happy Endings, who's married to Casey Wilson, who's also on Happy Endings and the show. Um, that show, oh, God, Marry Me is so funny. It really makes me miss. David Casp really makes me miss um, Happy Endings and everything it stood for. Um, there's just so, this show is written so well, and it's so quippy, and it's just like, it's just, it's it's making fun of what modern sitcoms are. It's making fun of what rom-coms are, and it's still got heart to it, and I love it. Um Selfie canceled. The reasons why because it wasn't good. I honestly I watched the first three and then it got canceled and then I stopped watching. It's getting uploaded to Hulu every week. Um, I don't think they're gonna pick it up. But John Cho, Karen Gilligan, uh, great actors, and they were a show that's based on a fucking social network. It's not gonna. It doesn't pull me in, and that just—I don't—I don't—I know—I know—I've been been looking at reviews on AV Club, and apparently it's gotten better. Um, it's gotten decent. It's gotten slightly above average, but I just don't care enough. If you're gonna base it on Instagram, if you're gonna base it on the tween, you know, stages of life, I don't know. Whatever. Um, A to Z also canceled. Uh, Christina Maloney uh, from. From what's that show called? Uh, How I Met Your Mother. She was the mother. Uh, spoiler alert: If you haven't seen that, uh, your your fucking fault though. Um, she died at the end. There we go. I just ruined everything for everybody. Um, a to Z. Yeah. This. Uh, I. I was. I wondered. I really wanted the show to continue because I wanted to know how they're going to do this. Um, but every episode was the beginning. It was. It, it was going to. The series was going to trace the relationship. Uh, with her and this guy, um, I think he was on Mad Men, the Jewish guy, from the beginning to the end, so A to Z. Um, each episode started with like A and then B and then C. So I wanted to see what they would do when they got the 26 episodes. I thought they were going to do 13 this season and 13 next season and then end it because that'd be cool for a, a two series engagement. It'd make us feel like we're in England. Uh, Manhattan Love Story. The, the girl from Crazy Stupid Love, um, who was in love with Steve Carell, the babysitter. She was in this in this show. I'm going to say movie. She was in this show. Um, wasn't entirely good. Wait, was she in the show? What the fuck am I thinking about? <laughs> uh, now i got to look this up. Just hold on. Crazy, stupid love. Uh, but this show definitely got canceled for reasons. Um, it just wasn't good. I didn't know I didn't know it existed. Um, but her name is Annalie Tipton. I didn't know it existed until somebody was like I, I wanted to I wanted to review it and I was just like, all right, this is gonna be a thing. Um, but it's uh it wasn't good. It wasn't good. It got canceled and Yeah, she wasn't a show. Ha! Yeah. Fucking right. <laughs> Manhattan love story. Man, I watched too much TV. Um, but it just, uh, it didn't, it didn't really hook me. It didn't hook anybody, I don't think. Next on to hooking, Mindy Project. Uh, stopped, uh, I stopped watching for a reason. She started dating Danny. I just don't care about intergroup relationships. That's a whole thing. I know it's a, it's a tactic to keep the same characters together and not introduce new people in the group, but, you know, whatever. Uh, but now I'm back, and uh, a lot of people have left the show. A lot of people were leaving the show. Um, I don't know how Mindy keeps his boat afloat. Good job for her. Seriously, Mindy? Great. Uh, Mindy Killing. But um, this show still exists, so I guess watch it. Mad About You. Uh, shit, I don't even know anything about this show. Um, let's just say Mad About You is a show that 
is, I guess, what the fuck? 1999? What? That's crazy. I don't know why this is in here. Okay, I feel stupid now, guys. I'm not going to delete it. I'm going to leave that in there. Uh, New Girl. New Girl, New Girl, New Girl, New Girl. Damon Wayans Jr. is on this show now. And they promoted CC to, I guess, main cast. And they promoted him to main cast. Uh, but when they did that, they did get they did that at the beginning of the season, I think, or like two or three episodes in. But they didn't change the theme song, so it was just the four, original four roommates. Uh, it got better. It's better than last season when uh, Nick and Jess were dating. I could I don't care about like I said I don't care about inner group dating. It it's it slows things down. But it's I it, for one it's it's funnier. It's better than it was. This, the characters are working great with each other. All they need is CC to move into the loft, and it's just gonna be hell. Um, next up is Blackish, starring Anthony Anderson and to some extent Lawrence Fishburne. Um, Blackish is a show that people will probably hate because it brings race and everything, but that's what it's about. It's a, it's ABC. I'm surprised that they want this show. <laughs> Uh, but it's good. I like it. It's very. It's. I like it. It's funny. It's very, very funny, and I can relate to it because I'm one of those black people. Um, <laughs> but Anthony Anderson is doing a great job with the show. I wish Lawrence Fishburne would pop back up. Um, he's he stopped after what the third episode, and then he hasn't been back since. I think he lives in the house behind them too, which is weird. I don't know, but I've seen more of Anthony Anderson's uh, sitcom mom than I've seen of his, sit- his sitcom dad. So, whatever. Okay, next up is The Millers. Uh, that's the one with, I think, Will Arnett. Like I said, this is this is an ABC one that I do not care about. Um, see, this is why I should not do this. I should probably just... No, it's not the one with the ABC. That's not the one. It was canceled. Either way, who the, who the crap cares? It was canceled. Uh, probably because it wasn't funny. Let me read the tagline. Uh, where is it? Okay, yeah. Uh, the Millers, Nathan Miller. Yeah, that's the one with Will Arnett. Nathan Miller breaks from the news of his recent divorce, inspiring his dad to leave his mom. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, that got canceled. Whatever. Um, next up is Mulaney. Ooh, John Mulaney. Definitely one of my top ten favorite comedians. I've seen New in Town so many times. I've listened to everything he's done um it's a shame sure it's a shame that this lorne michaels produced tv show is not good it's just not good and there's nothing he can do to stop it that it's not good um there's the one guy who plays their their best friend i think his he's like i don't know his name but um He's on. Uh, he's done a few episodes of Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, and he's also on Broad City, and he's also on Marry Me. But uh, Nassim Pedrad, I feel bad that she left SNL for this, for this life. But maybe, maybe she'll learn from it. And John Mulaney, you, you are a very funny comedian. There's a lot of similarities to uh, to Jerry Seinfeld, but um, he Mulaney's actually talking to his his uh crowd i think it's a live studio audience that they're doing it in front of um if really it feels like it and that's what they're going for i really miss those sitcoms um but yeah 
And uh, next up is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Always funny. Very funny. I love how open the uh, sergeant is getting now. Not sergeant. Is that sergeant? The captain is getting now. Um, Terry Crews is always great. Andy Samberg's terrific. Um, Joe Laturligio, the Italian, my Italian little meatball friend. Everybody is just so good on that show. And that show, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, is always... It got moved to Sunday along with Mulaney, the Simpsons and Family Guy. Um... But they, that show is uh, that show deserves where it is. SNL doing great this season. Uh, put it in here because it's a comedy show and it's kind of a variety show, I guess. They 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 really had a rocky start, but the last few episodes have been pretty decent, save for the James Franco stuff. But they have they did have uh, very funny jokes, even if an episode was bad. They had funny jokes or funny sketches or funny premises that are enough to give me a chuckle. The Amy Adams episode I just watched today, just put a review up for it. Sorry about it being late. Um, was funny. The Martin Freeman one was seriously one of my favorites this season, probably in the last uh, two years. In and I love SNL. In last season was amazing, and the season before that was amazing. Every season's amazing. High maintenance. Uh, that's a one of the first purchasable VOD shows. It's not on Hulu. It's not on Netflix. Not on Amazon. But you have to buy it off of like Vimeo um, and iTunes, I guess, and, and Google Play, I, I think. But I know definitely Vimeo to watch it. Uh, that being said, have not watched it because I'm not buying it, um, especially the show with people I don't know. Uh, Transparent. It's on Amazon, starring Jeffrey Tambor. It's uh, good. It's about a that. See, that's that's when the term "good" is good. It's great. Uh, it's about Jeffrey Tambor. It's a uh, he's a tra- uh, transvestite, and or he dresses like a woman, a crossdresser, whatever. And uh, it's dark humor. It's black humor. It's not black humor like blackish, but black humor <laughs> like. What the fuck am I talking about? Dark Kimmer. It's a it's a it's a funny show. Watch it. Very very good. Um, it's a lot of praise that it deserves. BoJack Horseman. Um, BoJack Horseman is uh, the cartoon show starring Will Will Arnett um, on what's it called Netflix. Very funny. Very, uh, very, it's dark too. What's up with these dark comedies? It's a cartoon about a talking horse who's in a TV show, and now he's just uh, trying to deal with um, being relevant again. He's trying to trying to regain relevancy, and it's hard for him. But there's so many good actors: Amy Sedaris, Paul F. Tompkins. Paul F. Tompkins is in this show. Paul F. Tompkins, such a funny guy. Um, Alpha House. Alpha House is up next. John Goodman. Um, it's on Amazon. I watched the first season, and the second season was okay. Uh, the, the show really didn't grab me. I'm just kind of watching it because it's John Goodman. Um, but it's it's well shot, I guess. I guess it's well made. Nathan, for you. Oh, my gosh. Nathan Nathan, Nathan Fielder is just so good at what he does. So good at awkward comedy. So good at just tricking these people. Uh, or not tricking. Uh, at convincing these people that his business ideas would work that they don't work i also reviewed this and i just i love i love this show um review another comedy central show like nathan for you uh review was is an andy daily vehicle um it really caught my attention with the with something i didn't think i was gonna happen but a continuous storyline um, a plot, an arc that happened over the course of the season, the 10 episodes. Uh, he's a host of a show called Review where he just reviews things that viewers, quote unquote, send into him to do as like dirty jobs, but 
um, stupid, <laughs> and it's so it's so 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 hilarious. Uh, Andy Daly is a master of what he does. He really commits to his character, just like Nathan. And uh, the show deserves to go on for a long time. Uh, a long time, I mean, like a few seasons, because um, you know we let we make things last too long here. Um, Kroll show. Kroll show is so different and weird and exotic. Uh, there's re- recurring characters. Um, imagine if SNL chose seven recurring seven skits seven recurring skits recurring characters and just made one season out of them of a tv show that's how it is um and kroll bookends some of the sketches with uh talking head directly to camera um very he's a very funny guy uh comedy bang bang comedy bing bong is one of my favorite comedy shows uh it's hipster comedy it, you won't like it again like a lot of things, Woody Allen, you don't like him, uh, you know stuff like that. Wes Anderson, uh, Kevin Smith, stuff like that. Lena Dunham. There's, there's, there's like a history, like a canon, a weird canon with the podcast. Um, there's the TV show with Reggie and Scott, and they're doing so well. We're gonna miss Reggie at the halfway point of this season, I guess, in 2015, um, when he goes to the Late Late Show with James Corden, um, but. Yeah, that's that's comedy. Bang Bang is definitely one of the most subversive. Most this the di- it's so different than a lot of these shows on this sh- uh, list. Uh, whew, a little more than halfway. <laughs> um, the Birthday Boys follows comedy. Bang Bang. It's a good show. Bob Odenkirk. It's uh, him and the guys called Birthday Boys and his sketches. It's kind of like Mr. Show, but don't really liken it to Mr. Show. A lot of uh, stream of consciousness stuff. Um, I I enjoyed it. Sirens on USA. Uh, that's the show by Dennis Leary, I think. Dennis Leary hadn't seen this one. Um, not gonna even gonna fight for it. Benched. Gosh, ah, benched is so. I just benched. It's the guy, uh, Jay Harrington, I think his name from um, Better Off Ted, and then the woman from Happy Endings who's married to Damon Wayans Jr. Um, Brad to Brad's character. Uh, that uh, and then Oscar Nunez. Maria Bamford. It's just, it's a show. It's USA's. Um, I, I was afraid that they were gonna cancel it, like when, like when I thought they were gonna cancel Playing House. Uh, thank God they didn't, or else I would have gone mad. Uh, no, I wouldn't have. I'm sorry, I wouldn't have. Uh, should not have said that on mic. Um, but Benched is very funny. Uh, it's about a disbarred, disbarred lawyer who's public, def- who's working her way up now the ladder. Uh, she's a public defendant. Um, and then next up is the Eric Andre show, another weird show. If you don't like Eric Andre, then you won't like this. If you if you don't like just weird, just like if you don't want to think about random ass comedy, don't watch this show. Hannibal Burris, Eric Andre, they uh, put their guests through some crazy, crazy shit. It's a it's it's a show that's very loud and bombastic, um, but. When people go on there, they don't know what to expect. I don't even know why they keep going on there. Uh, Newsreaders with Alan Tudyuk, uh, Kumail Nanjiani, and a whole bunch of other people. Uh, Ray Weiss is on there. It's a 60-minute spoof that's uh, made by the guys who... Rob Corddry, David Wayne, who were doing Children's Hospital to some extent. NTSF, SUV, you know, all that stuff. NTSF, SUV, yeah. Uh, that's a... Uh, yeah, Newsreaders is an 11-minute program, just like Aaron Andre on um, Adult Swim. That's very, 
very uh it's it's a good spoof that that catches the tone captures the tone of 60 minutes while also being its own funny you know thing married um and you're the worst going to talk about them in conjunction because i have not seen either of them but they're both on fx and i both got a lot of praise um married is uh the one with oh crap oh my gosh uh one of them has the redhead married Married FX is on my Google. Um, Judy Greer, that's it. Judy Greer, Jenny Slate's on that. Brett Gelman and Nat Faxon. Um, I love this. Sh- I love the concept of the show. I won't say I love the show. I haven't even seen it yet. What am I talking about? I'm crazy. See, I'm talking about my ass right now. Uh, but they both got. They they were both picked up um, this for this season. Uh, I just like Judy Greer because I have a huge crush on her. Yeah, she's great. Uh, Louie. Louie was on this season, which I completely forgot, but it had a lot of two- and three-part episodes. Um, he might as well just make hour-long episodes. He might, he might as well make a movie out of, you know, three episodes, put it on TV, and call that an episode. And then that'll, it'll be like a seven-episode season, It this which, which this season essentially was seven episodes um, or six episodes, however you want to do it, because he had like three parts of Pam, three parts of the storm, two parts of the storm. Uh, he fell in love with this other woman. Uh, it's oh, oh my gosh, Louie was it was so it was very 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 tight this season. Writing was good, directing was good. He did a good job with this one. I'm glad to that you're off. Um, Mom, CBS, haven't watched it. Anna Faris, um, and uh, oh my gosh, oh crap, what is her name? The one the woman is really famous and she won awards for this. Anyway, she's on that show. Uh, the League, Always Sunny. Two shows I didn't have cable and I had to. I feel bad. Um, I, I I I didn't watch it in conventional ways, but I did watch them. Always sunny is always funny. <laughs> oh boy, it's eleven twenty-seven. I just told that joke and I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. Um, always sunny, always funny, and um, the league is um, it's losing momentum, but I I do like the guys who do it. Um, I do. A lot of people have said um, both shows are kind of douchey, and I do see where they're coming from. But the league's ending, and um, it was it's it's a smart show that's put in a dumb light because the characters are like Aaron Sorkin characters. They speak fast. They they know each other well, and it's it's good. Uh, same thing with Always Sunny, undateable, unwatchable. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. Undateable is um, God, Ron Funches, Chris Delia, and two other guys, and I don't know, but it, it was liked enough to be watched. Uh, Jesus Christ, um, Ground Floor on TBS. Uh, Ground Floor is another one of those sitcoms that are, are modern day sitcoms that aren't like Friends. I don't think it's really shot in front of an audience, um, but you know it's got people I like: John C. McGinley and uh, Rory Scovel. Whoa, he's back! And uh, oh god, what is his name? The guy from uh, fucking um, that song movie, Pitch Perfect. Uh, Jess Jesse? Shit! Ah, crap! I don't know his name. See, this is the this is why I love technology because now that I have. A tablet. I can just look things up right when I'm sitting here. And I, Scarlett Aston, 
Skylar Aston. He's a very he's I like him. He can sing. He's good. He's he's a good singer. Uh, that word "good" is just uh, just being used. Mike and Molly, not gonna watch it. Don't care for it. Uh, Jennifer Falls on TV Land with uh, shit. What is her name? Oh my gosh! See, I'm doing it again. Forgive me, Jennifer Falls. I know this. It's a it's a TV Land show, which means it's it's probably not as funny as everybody thinks it is. Um, or it's not even funny at all. But it's got Jamie Presley and Ethan Suplee, Jessica Walter. Oh my gosh. That is a cast I love. I know I know it had Jamie Presley in it, but this is her comeback tour, I guess. And uh, after that, we've got um, Modern Family. That's still a show. You know about it. Uh, that show has gone on too long, and it's gotten too much praise. Same thing for The Big Bang Theory, which is on the list as well. Uh, Goldberg's. Uh, it's about Adam Goldberg's childhood and about his family, and the show is ended with... Uh, real tapes from his life and I think it's really warm uh, it's set in the 80s and it's got Wendy McClendon McClendon Levy is that her name and then Jeff Garland love them both they're great um, I think I I, I I want the show to continue uh, it's kind of like The Middle which I'd forgot on the list The Middle is also on there um, The Goldbergs is kind of like The Middle where uh, both shows uh, are easy to forget, but once they're on, you know, you're like, all right, I like this family. I want them to succeed. I want them to do well. Uh, middle, like I just mentioned, is on here. Uh, now on here, the Millers is on here twice, isn't it? Whatever. Who cares? Uh, if not, then the Millers. I didn't watch it. About a Boy. I've been meaning to watch that show, but I, it was a movie, and I guess it's a show now, and my the first episodes are on uh, Netflix. So check that out. Uh, I know it's good. I heard I've I've heard read things. I didn't hear things. I read things. I don't like talking to people about TV shows. Uh, people I don't know. And Suburgatory was canceled. Ended this year. Very sad. I have a very big crush on Jane Levy. We're virtually the same age, um, and I wanted to keep watching the show in hopes that one day I'd get an acting career. Very soon, with the show still on, and then we would we would um, date. And uh, you know stuff. She's a she's a cute she cute lady cute lady very attractive lady. This is really weird when I'm by myself. Uh, we're almost done. Mixology ended. Reasons why because it's not good. Growing up Fisher with um, oh my God what is his name J.K. Simmons. Uh, he's he did Whiplash that movie about the music and that movie was shot in 19 days. I'm just going on a tangent. 1132. Um, uh, Growing Up Fisher's show is another sitcom. I don't really know much about it, but I know J.K. Simmons is in it. Uh, Parks and Rec. It's going to be very sad when this show ends. Um, this show always, it always worked. It's very, it's very good at what it does. It's, it's breeding stars. It's got the writing that is tight. Um, I guess it's ending at the right moment. NBC just did away with their Thursday night comedy block. They're shotgunning. I love using that term, the verb. Shotgunning the rest of the episodes of um, Parks and Rec down our throats starting January 13th. Two episodes every Tuesday until it ends. And I'm going to be sad. I, I will cry when this ends. Uh, so same thing I did with uh, a lot of other shows that ended. Same thing I'll do with shows that will end that I love now. It's South Park. They did something different. They 
they did uh, what season long arcs with Randy's Randy as Lord. It's yeah, it was just just like I described it. Um, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. But South Park is always going to be in my heart. I will miss 14 episode seasons. I always have missed it since the last what two years they haven't done 14 episode seasons, something like that. Um, but yeah, they, they did a good job with these 10, 10, 10 episode seasons. Uh, I, w- I wish they would make a movie. I wish they'd use the 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 three four the eighty percent of the year they're not working um, on the show as like movie time like as like a like let's write a script this year the next year let's make the movie or something i know it takes a lot of time i know i'm asking for a lot but that'd be cool uh bad teacher reasons got canceled big bang theory fuck that show how much your mother r.i.p um i'm gonna really gonna miss that show uh i i don't care about the ending i you people painted their own ending for the show and that's your problem you shouldn't do that. I know you want it to end a certain way. Uh, look at it this way. I was playing The Walking Dead Season 2, playing as Clementine. Um, I knew I was on the last episode. I downloaded it. I finished it around midnight or 12.30. And I was sitting there and I was just like, that's the end? That's it? The first one I connected to because it was Lee and it was Clementine. But this one was just Clementine and people. And I was just like, I don't. I don't know if I like the end. I don't know if I... And, and that's the end of her story, which I'm sure... I'm sure season three is going to connect with her in some way, but I don't think they're going to do or work with her again. Clementine, that... They really... That was... Season two ended on a whimper, like a real whimper. Um, but now, see, I'm off on a tangent. How I Met Your Mother, it's a good show. Um, the last season really worked with... I, I, really, I really thought it was interesting They did how they did it in a three-day time span. They did 24 episodes in three days. Well, they didn't make 24 episodes in three days. They they put 24 episodes in a three-day time span. Um, and, yeah. And, yeah, some episodes were worse than others. Some episodes were really good. Some episodes were classic. And um, But the thing they did with Jason Segel and uh, Allison Hannigan keeping them apart for so long and bringing them together for like after, like, 12 episodes. Oh, God, it's so... I'll miss How I Met Your Mother. Uh, glad it ended, though. Nine seasons is too long. Um, Wilfred, Wilfred ended. I saw every episode until I did not see the last one. Don't ruin it for me. I'm just so sucked into mythology, but I'm waiting to watch it legally. I don't want to steal, uh, Wilfred, but I think that that show is so weird. Is he a dog? Is he a human? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I gotta see it. But it's not being nominated, so no worry. It's just honorable mention. All the most of these were honorable mentions. Last but not least, uh, Community. Community. Um, back with Dan Harmon. It was a season. I think the first two seasons were terrific. Third, you know, okay. Fourth was, eh. and now uh, these last two seasons are probably not going to live up to the first two, um, especially with everybody leaving. Um, hopefully we'll get a movie because they said six seasons movie, but you know, whatever, uh, but community, whatever. Okay. And so now let me read to you. I marked down a lot of people as, uh, finalists for this. Um, the, all of these shows are great. Uh, some better than others. Um, and CBS, man, they can, yeah. Uh, and if I miss anything, I'm sorry, but these are, this is the list I pulled together. So now I have one, two, three, four, five, six. Yes, 
7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. I have 13 shows, and I'm not going to be able to pick one of these. So I'll just name them out for you, and maybe something will come in my head. Um, come in my head. Broad City, Playing House. Uh, I don't know why I marked that one. Okay, we have 12 shows. Broad City, Playing House, Key and Peel, Veep, Marry Me, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Transparent, Bojack, Horseman, um, Nathan For You, Review, Comedy Bang Bang, and Parks and Rec. Um, so, as uh, no further ado, I will name my favorite comedy show for the 2014 TV show season. I'm trying to build time until I actually choose something. Um, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and choose. Oh, God. Oh, my God. This is insane. And the winner of the 2014 Chad White Podcast, Seepo's Comedy, very long name, award, comedy show, goes to, drumroll please, uh... It's a tie. A tie between Comedy Bang Bang, Parks and Rec, and that's it. Um, <laughs> I couldn't choose. I couldn't choose. They're both very, very interesting shows. Um, very, God, Comedy Bang Bang is just such a, if you don't get it, you don't get it. Whatever. Um, Parks and Rec, I should have, I should have saved that nomination for next year, but it... It really, it has me every single episode, and I just love it so much. Uh, Parks and Rec might 100% win next year, um, but yeah. So good job to the good job again. I'm gonna read out the, the other shows: Broad City, Playing House, Keen Peel, Veep, Marry Me, Brooklyn Nine Nine, Transparent, BoJack Horseman, um, and just watch those shows too. They all deserve everybody. Everybody deserved it. Uh, and uh, with that. With this, wow, I talked a long time by myself. Um, there we have it. We have uh, the 2014 Chad White Podcast Podcast Awards. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad you could join me for this. I'm glad I talked for so long. Um, and uh, it's just, uh, it's interesting to see what comedy has morphed into from being, you know, silent films and into black and white, I burped a little bit, um, and into to color. Um, and now we're able to do things like this, where we marginalize and um, and be try to be objective about comedy. And uh, everything works sometimes. Sometimes everything works sometimes. Uh, things work out. Things don't. Shows get canceled. Uh, shows remain funny. Shows get stale. It's 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 amazing, and now these comedians that have been working so hard for all their lives are getting recognized. Uh, Scott Arkman, Hannibal Burris, Kevin Hart. Uh, I just watched Comedians in Cars getting coffee with Kevin Hart, and he'd been working since he was eighteen. He's thirty five now, and the last five years his career has been quote unquote on an upswing. Um, so it's uh, it's good, and we need things to laugh. If if everything was as you know sad and somber is uh somber schindler's list i was about to say schindler's list if everything's as sad as uh schindler's list or everything's as dark as 
I don't know why I'm thinking of this. The Dark Knight Rises. Um, I, that's where I go for my my the the hard hitting movies that affect my emotions. That's where I go. I go straight to Dark Knight Rises. But uh, if 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 movies are just gonna you know if, if they were always that like that like that, then I don't know what we would do. There's comedy in everything. There's comedy in Inglorious Bastards. There's comedy. There's comedy in The Dark Knight Rises. Um, when when Batman when cat when Batman's talking to Catwoman and she runs off and then he's like he's on the sand on the building he's like oh so that's what it feels like people were laughing at that there's there's comedy in in the saddest of things there's comedy in all the dramas there's comedy in Hamlet there's comedy in so many other Shakespeare plays I'm forgetting to remember um, but just know that that comedy is always there with you things will make you laugh things will make you not laugh um, you just gotta be sometimes you gotta be open-minded interview might not the interview might not be funny but it's funny to someone else it made 15 million dollars online so there's that it, it did something right uh, so there we have it Chad White podcast this is the end so uh, remember to go online and uh, go to cpluscomedy.com Go to the Facebook, like the page, C Plus Comedy. Go to Twitter, at C Plus Comedy. I'm at Chad Black White, and I'll see you next year. Have a great life. I love you. Bye. Okay, this is it.